Good morning. I'm doing well, thanks. Good to see you again. Yeah, always good to see yeah. you. Um, explain the Crusader Gal tank with the Santa stocking on it, the stocking cap over oh. your right shoulder. <laughs> yeah, so it's a World War II tank. It was called the Crusader. Um, so it was made for me by a model maker, like a professional model maker who makes them for like, movie sets and so on. Um, so I've also got the uh, F8 Crusader behind me as well. Uh, so it, it's, you, it's, it's quite the theme. Yeah, I see you put a, <laughs> you put a Santa cap on St. Michael. I did. I did. I think he'll forgive me. <laughs> I, I think he's, he's giving the gift. He's giving the gift of eternal flame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's, yeah. I hope you have a fruitful advent over there. Uh, uh, well, uh, yes. Uh, well, it's three days in. Yes, we are uh, uh, hopefully having a, a fruitful advent and are uh, trying to get to the bottom of some of the less fruitful things or maybe some of the fruity things that are going on out there. Um, yeah. Tell our audience. Okay. You've written a lot since last time I talked to you. So I'm just going to well, let's start with yesterday's Guy Benson. Who is this yeah. Guy Benson guy? I, I admit when I saw your video, I'm like, well, okay, the guy looks familiar, but I don't watch a lot of Fox News anymore because it brainwashes me. So right. who is Guy Benson? Yeah, he's a Fox News. He's been on a lot of different uh, news media outlets as a conservative, mm -hmm. right? And yet, at the same time, he's openly a practicing homosexual. And so there's obviously a contradiction there, but nobody seems to, to care because the so-called conservative out either. So to them, he's sort of like the perfect conservative because he has no more. Um, at least it's so it would seem. And so he's, he's sort of paraded around as one of the uh, obvious gay conservatives, which right. I mean, is a contradiction in terms because you can't be conservative and practicing homosexuality because you're not conserving anything at that point. You're leading to the destruction of Christendom. You know, you're, you're taking us in the opposite direction. So, uh, yeah, that's that's Guy Benson. And he engaged in a faux marriage and has a faux husband. And then in the most uh, recent affair, it was said that he purchased a child. He said that he purchased a child through surrogacy. And that's that's the sort of, like, latest active evil that I see being heralded as some kind of morality on social media. Uh, I think that the entire thing is just atrocious and painful because, I mean, surrogacy itself is, is always an immoral act. You're, you're purchasing a human being. Right. Like there's a series of different immoral acts there right. within. Time, you're taking it like a step further by saying, oh, and also, you don't have any mother. You have two people who are playing as fathers, uh, and, and that's and that's it. And so, at some point, the, the the child will grow up and say, well, "Where's my mother?" And it's like, "Well, which one? Is it? Are we talking about the mother who we who we used as a as an incubator to carry you for nine months, or the woman who we used to provide an egg?" Um, that's that's the the part of the evil of, of surrogacy. It it is in, entirely. Um, against human dignity at every level. 
So let me ask a question. Um, uh, now, did, did, did they do the surrogate route, or did they just go out and find someone else who was having a woman that's having a baby, um, and then they purchased it? Uh, uh, either way, to me, the whole thing sounds like trafficking. Uh, right. Whether you contract with the mother and you make her a surrogate, or whether or not after the fact you find out that there's someone who is carrying a child, and then you're able to make a uh, a, a deal with them um, to uh, basically for the exchange of the child. I mean, this is slavery. <laughs> yes. The only thing you're missing. Exactly. The only thing you're missing is is a stage. With a guy with a gavel, yes, you know, uh, conducting the the, uh, the the actual act here, right? Right, and instead, what you have are these websites and different magazines full of of the women who are the egg donors, and you choose on the basis of characteristics in the magazine or the website which woman you will purchase the egg from. Divorced at all from that stage that you're talking about, and as I'm. I'm I'm very uh, persistent about saying things. this kind of helps people to see it. Like, if you're against slavery because you don't think that it's, um, it, because it's contrary to human dignity to buy and sell a human being, then you have to be against surrogacy because it's exactly the same thing. It's the reduction of into a commodity, someone to be purchased. It's, it's, it's egregious in every way. So um, uh, now uh, Guy Benson becomes the latest. He's not the first. Uh, mm. We talked about this last year. One of the people that's the biggest financiers and one of the biggest movers and shakers, if you will, in all the quote conservative media close quote is this guy named Dave Rubin. So uh, Rubin yes. pretty much did the same thing, and he's a big stakeholder. I want to say in the Daily Wire. Uh, how is it that we that we we keep hearing? At the top of the upper echelons, the top of these conservative media outlets, the bigger ones, there are homosexual sodomite men. What the hell's going on here? I don't think we have a modern conservative movement. Uh, I think that what we have is sort of a fiscal conservative movement at most, and even it's kind of sliding. Uh, but we don't have a, a cultural conservatism or a social conservatism, because what, what would that look like? I mean, if you really think about it, well, that would involve pushing back on so many of the different cultural issues, which would, of course, include surrogacy and would include things like talking about the fact that homosexuality and public access, homosexuality especially, are egregious and bad for society. And instead, what you have are uh, almost every so-called conservative network right now is pro-gay marriage yes. in some sense. Like maybe they don't actually say they're pro-gay marriage, but they'll sort of like do this weird cop-out where they're like, well, I don't think the government should be involved in marriage. And it's like, um, okay, are you willing to, to say something? Are you willing to say that you don't think that that's actually a marriage? It, can we even go that far? And apparently not really. And this is a pretty new development. And so, you know, have you got the left, they often call themselves progressives. Yes. And, you know, they're, they're not progressing towards anything good. It's like movement is not progress. <laughs> and they are moving towards something. I'm not sure they're progressing. But in any event, um, this movement uh, further and further towards, uh, I don't know, hell is, is something that we're, we're following. We being the conservative movement, if there were such a thing, is just sort of being dragged along just a little bit behind them and not very far behind them at this point. You've got some people right now in the supposed conservative sphere that don't see a problem uh, with the children 
dressing up at some of these these drag shows. Right. They, they don't really they don't see a problem. If the parents are okay with it, then what's wrong? It's like it's the morality of Rome. It's like consent is all there is, and there's no objective morality. And the moment that you separate uh, the conservatism from the traditional values that we're supposed to be defending as in the Christian values that we're supposed to be defending, you don't have anything. You just have this this constant slide, uh, which is what those on the left have. And th that's really where we are. Nobody's willing to talk about Christian values or say Christ anymore. And because of that, they have absolutely no foundation from which to build. Well, and uh, uh, when you say they're sliding, I like sliding into hell. <laughs> just yeah. kind of being dragged. But it doesn't seem like anybody is... Throwing an anchor back on, and hey, hang on, stop, stop, stop the slide. You see, this right. is the part you've actually identified this problem very boldly, if I might say. Mm -hmm. uh, you're saying things that there are men out there that are Catholics and Christians aren't willing to say, which is, guys, you can't have leaders that are sodomites. I'm sorry, you can't. You can't have men that are at the top of their of their respective uh, media or other uh, uh, entities that are looked up to as oh, we yes we get our news from this we get our our, our our news from that we get our commentary from here as I always tell people who come up to me and go like you sure, how come you're not on the Daily Wire because it's run by a Christ denying Zionist Jew <laughs> you do you want the honest answer do you want me to lie to you and tell you that oh I. I just wish he would just give me more. He would give me the money and leave me alone. But I can't take the money from him. I can't right. take the money. Whether it's a Zionist or whether it's a sodomite, you don't have, yeah. you don't have the don't. kind of men. You don't have the kind of men. You don't. Oh, today's the feast of Saint Nicholas. Now we're not asking for a bishop right. to lead these companies, but you don't have the kind of man that would be in a confessional, or would be a that uh, uh, Saint uh, uh, Nicholas would consider uh, laity in his parish and under his pastoral care, and who would be a penitent under him. That's always you know seeking first the kingdom of God. Oh, help me, bishop! Help me, Father! I've sinned. I did this wrong. You know, I, I'm in a public position. I don't want to get things wrong. You know, I, my people look up to me. We, 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 there's no indication that there's even an acknowledgement of what I just said, which is kind of what you said. I just added a little more detail to it. You said values of Christendom. I just gave you. I, I'm, I'm with you, though. I, I do think that you can't have people who are of alternative religions or who are secular who are leading the conservative movement. And I realize that's kind of a controversial statement to say in today's world, but it wouldn't have been 30 years ago. Uh, and yet, but you can't because they don't understand what it means to be conservative because they don't know what it is that we're conserving. Because uh, I, I know I'm not conserving a certain tax rate, you know? I mean, I may have an opinion on tax rates, but that's not what I mean when I say that I'm a conservative. You know, I'm talking about conserving traditional Christian values. And I mean, entire movement doesn't make any sense. So to have a conservative organization that's headed by someone who isn't um, of the faith just is, well, it's contrary to reason and nature, frankly. No, it doesn't. It, it doesn't make sense. You know, I spent many, many, many years, uh, 12, 15 years ago on a Sirius XM Patriot channel asking that question. Uh, you call yourself a conservative uh, here. Write down what it is you're trying to conserve. Right. What, what are you trying to conserve? What is it? Like you just said, I thought that was a great line. What, a tax rate? 
<laughs> we're, we're drawing the line at 31 percent oh well hey there you go that's something to conserve uh, but if you're not going to conserve the the things that make up the 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 fabric of a civilization right. which is if, family. if you're not protecting the family <laughs> okay okay we, we both sort of matched there yeah but um yeah exactly if, if you're not willing to talk about what a family is then you can't defend the family and here we are talking about various different uh, gay men, groupings of people that can never constitute a true marriage, sacramental or natural. Um, and they are, are purchasing children that's never going to be a family. It's just not. And what we need is a society that is built on families because, you know, the, the family is supposed to be that central block and they come, in, come together to form a common good. But what instead... Ed. Instead, we have this, this individualistic uh, society that then heralds people's individual morality as if that in itself is something to be lionized. Like, the, the fact that somebody is willing to act in a degenerate way is in some way something that we should herald because it, it's outside of the norm and therefore it's in some way new. Uh, that's, that's not morality. That's, it's a weird paganism that we have to just reject everything that currently exists and and lord instead something that that is new for the sake of the fact that it is a rejection of the old you can't call that conservatism because it's it's a it's literally a rejection of what came before yeah i think the conservatism uh needs to be bonded to sacred tradition uh right. if you're not going to if you're not trying to conserve sacred tradition then what are you trying to conserve? Sarah Kane is the Crusader Gals on our, uh, our our StreamYard hotline here with us. You can find her on YouTube. Just look for Crusader Gal. You can find her on Twitter. Just look for Crusader Gal. She writes for Crisis Magazine from time to time. So let me talk to, to Sarah um, at, uh, something that's a little bit more personal, but on the same subject here. You recently wrote a piece for Crisis Magazine where you lamented the fact that the head and the founder of uh, this entity known as Church Militant, Michael Voris, has been basically uh, outed as a homosexual. And uh, depending on what, how you analyze his confession or non-confession, his concession speech or non-concession speech, or whatever it was, is he out there? Is he still practicing it? Um, uh, I, look, look, until he actually says the words, I'm not going to. I'm not going to go there. I will say though. Wrestling with and fighting the demons that you fought your whole life, and if you know what they are, they are attraction to other men. Well, then you can draw your, you can kind of draw a conclusion. But again, highest is as high as it goes in an entity that is supposed to be trustworthy and is pursuing nothing but the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. But there is a rejection right there at the lowest level, at the basis of base levels. There is a rejection right there. Of all yeah. things that are good and holy, which is God made man as man and woman as woman. And you have your nature and his nature as a man as you love women. And you were put here by God with the power to procreate. This rejection here for, well, I have these tendencies and this. Look, man, I'm sorry. And, and I'll pray for you to get over them. But you now have almost every conservative entity now seems to be tainted with the blood or the fire and brimstone of Sodom. 
And you were lamenting the fact yes. that when you when you converted, I think I knew you right at around the time when you converted. Yeah, you did. That when you converted, when you became a, a, a Catholic, you were a high Anglican before. When you became a Catholic, Voris was instrumental in this. What do you feel about that now? It's interesting. Um, I mean, everyone has their vices and the demons that they fight against, and I, I wish him the best of luck. I do think he needs to step away, uh, frankly, permanently from public life in order to deal with these things that he's dealing with. I agree. But yeah, w but but when I when I look uh, back, it was before I converted. I came across a uh, church militant, and they were as they did, uh, railing against the church and railing against various abuses. Um, and I just found it kind of fascinating because he was railing against the Catholic Church, but he was still a Catholic. And as someone who came from this Protestant background, I just thought that was so weird because Protestants, they just jump ship. You know, if, you know, if you're like a Presbyterian and you don't like something that's going on in the church, you just become Methodist the next day. <laughs> that's just what they do. You know, um, you don't just form this entire network where you're just constantly trying to, to fight against your own church. But he did. And that kind of got me thinking as to, to what is different, because, you know, it wasn't obviously church militant being the only ones that were doing that. And that was part of of what made me more receptive to the church, made me look a little closer at the church to come to realize um, that there is something so different about the church, that it is the church that, that Christ founded and is the fullness of the truth. And that even when it's difficult, um, it, it's still the only option. It's like, where, where else can I go, Lord? Uh, so that, that was really helpful. But I, I am saddened by what took place with, with church militant. Um, you know, sometimes they were, they were, on point, a lot of times I think they got way carried away, uh, especially when it's just accusations. And, you know, we, we really do need uh, a society that recognizes that some accusations are false. Um, so, so that's something that's worth saying. But when it comes to church militant, I, I do think that it's, it's for the best that Michael Voris steps away. I don't think that, that he's going to be able to handle the celebrity and also the other demons that he's fighting. Well, uh, I, number one, I agree with that. Um, uh, and number two, somebody asked me once upon a time, uh, well, why should I trust you? Why should I trust your crusade channel? And I said, well, here's what I can guarantee you. Uh, we engage in a never-ending defense of the good, the true, and the beautiful. But we do it as laity. We don't ever present ourselves as we are Catholic media. And I, would, and I never will to the day this last breath is drawn. Never, ever, ever. Because I would never deign to put myself in the position that I've taken some kind of religious vows and orders and I have some kind of authority to speak. I don't. I'm a stupid, dumb, sinning laity person. And I need to stay stupid, dumb laity and approach things over like, okay, God, well, help me out here. So we would look at the news or look at something through the lens of a good... Uh, a well-formed Catholic intellect, okay? That's different from coming on and saying, I am the well-formed Catholic intellect. The priests are all wrong. The bishops are all wrong. The Pope is wrong. This is what you ought to be doing. That's a whole... To me, this is yeah. a, and there are people that disagree with me. Maybe you, maybe you disagree with me, but I'm gonna, I'm not going to change my mind. This is a breach in ethics that I won't cross. I, mean, I won't go. I will not go across that bridge, and I won't let anybody come in here and go across that bridge. You can be a good Christian Catholic broadcaster. You can be a good Christian Catholic 
clothing store owner, you could run an electronic shop, you could be an auto mechanic, you could be a doctor, you could be anything. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things in his justice will be added unto you. But you don't do it as, well, I am an ordained, I have orders and authority from Almighty God to correct all of you idiots out there because I'm Catholic. Um, to me, there's this is this is a, there's a line here you just don't cross. And to yeah, me, I, th I think I think he and Church Milton got really carried away, uh, especially I think in the last year or so, um, and they crossed a lot of lines that you just shouldn't cross. And the reason that I I, I put that article out at Crisis Magazine about this is that I really do think that the the effects of celebrity can change people, um, and can change them absolutely for the worst it's something we should always be on on the on the lookout for it's like if you're if you're making your your viewpoints more extreme for the views then you're doing it wrong because right. if you're a catholic your duty is to the truth not to the views that's a that is a profound statement your duty is to the truth not to the views yeah, I would go on your show, but you only have a thousand fifteen hundred. You only have fifteen hundred followers, <laughs> and they have five, they have a million and a half over there. Do they have something about the truth that I don't know? <laughs> Do they say something right. that's more true than what we say over here? I mean, really, no, you've identified it. That's you put it in really good, simple terms. I, I might even steal that from you and quote that. Um, but, go for it. But this is, but Sarah, Sarah, the, the, when did you convert? What year? Uh, it was 2022, April, the Easter Vigil. Okay, the Easter Vigil 2022. She's yeah. two years, she's a year and a half in. Listen to the yeah. formation already. This Now, this, this is the whole kit and caboodle, if you will. Formation is everything. Remember yeah, I was reading I you from John Usay's book, Action. What did Usay say? Usay's brilliance was, leave the farmer on the farm and... Aid and assist him in his formation, and then spring him to action as a farmer who's well formed. A farmer who's well formed in his in his thinking, right, in his philosophy, right. is much more powerful in civic affairs if he just goes to a town hall meeting and raises his hand than a farmer that is not well formed or is malformed, right? So yes. I think that that's really uh, uh, this is 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 really the whole thing. It's formation. You're not going to get it in school, but you got it in a matter of a couple of years. Or maybe you had it. Maybe you were well-formed before. Where did you get no, your I, formation? Well, I don't think I was well-formed before. And I'm hesitant to say that I'm well-formed now, only that I'm trying. Um, so I got sort of the, the basics through an RCIA program, of course, uh, um, and uh, had some help from a spiritual director. And then also I take these courses at the Institute for Catholic Culture. Um, I read a lot. I mean, I just don't think that form is is a process that ends in graduation right that's you know? right and i think that people should should really pay more attention to the fact that our uh, faith is so so deep so dense that you can spend a lifetime learning it and not know everything and i find that personally awesome <laughs> and fascinating it's exciting isn't it and it's like it, it really is. You know, it's not like there's, there's some like end point that you're going to reach. And I think too many people go through like an RCA program or some catechesis program, and they get to the end and they're like, "Okay, I know everything there is to know now." That's no, 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 you don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and, and and we have a duty to to learn know more of the truth. I, I don't understand that. So, 
I think that, you know, I, I spend time learning uh, the faith in terms of history because that's personally the, the way that, that I like to, to learn. I, I've been studying through the, the history of Christendom and all the different, you know, things that have taken place as, as best as I can with limited memory. Uh, but I think it sort of teaches you the proper order of of the church in each age. And right now we're not living as we ought, uh, but you can sort of see what a Christendom ought to look like a little bit. And I think that's something uh, to, to aim for. And you'd have to have a church that was really speaking to people on, on these moral and spiritual issues, which right now it just isn't. Yeah, and I uh, uh, okay, remember now, you are the church. You are the mystical body. So am I. So is Maggie. So are people that right. listen. We are the, the, the church militant, actually. Yeah, but, uh, are, the, the actual church militant. The, the real actual church, church militant. militant. Yeah. The actual church militant. We we actually are. Well, you know what? Yeah. But it, 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 they say if you want to become a good writer, read great writers. Yes. So I could see up on your bookshelf there. You got Russell Kirk up there. Uh, you're reading uh, uh, Antonin Scalia. I've talked about Anthony Esselin and uh, Christopher Dawson. Uh, you're yeah. not going to go wrong reading Dawson. It's impo- it would be impossible. You know, talk about marrying the history with yeah. kind of the formation. There was no one in the 20th century that was a superior to Christopher Dawson. But you know what? I yeah. bet you if you could meet Christopher Dawson, I bet he would tell you. He, he would repeat <laughs> some of what you said back to you. And he would go like, well, I don't know. I'm, just, I'm still learning, you see. And I love writing about <laughs> what I'm learning because he's a very humble uh, and it just comes out in his writing. Um, yeah. Another one that's really good uh, that we should all read, and I've been uh, advertising this book forever now, is Professor John Senior, the death. Yes, of Christian... I was reading John, John Senior, the death of Christian culture. Yeah, okay, now uh, read the restoration of Christian culture. You can't. Don't stop at the death. Go to the restoration part. Okay, yeah, there you go. Because Senior <laughs> has a way uh, of putting it, you know, and he approaches it from the point of view. Goes like, okay, yeah, I'm a. Pro- they call me the professor. Okay, so what? Let's leave that as it were. If I don't make a compelling case in this book, you're not going to take anything away from it. Um, right. But you know, Senior's view. Was was the, was was pretty much the ground view. You know, my patron saint, my confirmation saint is Augustine, um, uh, and I know why God blessed me when Our Lady guided me thirty years ago when I was confirmed uh, to choose. Actually, I didn't choose. Somebody chose Augustine for me, and I think that the reason we still read Augustine today, and the reason he's so quoted, and he's been quoted by secular sources, Catholic sources, Lutheran sources, you name it, is because Augustine lived a life. He, he, to me, he's, he's the Donald Trump uh, of his era, kind of. He actually led a life, and it wasn't a perfect one, it wasn't a very good one, before he converted. So he kind of knew the way the world worked in evil and in sin. So when he converted, he had that experience that he could bring, and that's just uh, uh, that's that, that's just something that you, you can't teach anyone that. And so, yeah. uh, which is why I, I, I say, if you want a, a better America, if you want to save America, and this is not, he's going to save you. But if you want to see these things turn around, then pray for Trump to convert. There would be no greater conversion since Constantine or Augustine if Donald Trump were to become a Catholic. And I truly believe he will because he is a truth seeker at the end of the day. 
Um, uh, uh, but I, I, I think that um, uh, we, we have these great schools and bodies of thought for the formation as we've been talking. Read great writers and don't ever stop learning. As, as Sarah said, it's great to hear that young people that are new in the faith are going like, no, I can't wait to learn the next thing. Turn the page, turn the page. And there's always something new. So uh, I know you got to get to adoration and, and to mass. It's always a pleasure and a joy uh, to have you. What, what else are you working on these days? You're just doing daily videos every other day. Writing for crisis. Um, exactly. Well, I also have my own Substack called Homefront Crusade. Okay. If you come to my website, crusadergal.com, everything is there. So I do videos, I do articles. I have a podcast made up of the articles narrated. So everything, regardless of which format you prefer, I'm, I've got it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I prefer whatever format that I read or I see or I hear you in. Uh, she is Sari Kane. So go to crusadergal.com. You have your assignment. Blessed Advent. Merry Christmas to you. I probably won't see you till uh, next year and uh, maybe after the Feast of the Epiphany. And uh, keep up the great work. You really are one of the young shining stars out there. Uh, and keep that humility about you. That's, uh, that's That goes a long way. Very long way. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. May God bless your good work. All right. Thank you, Sarah. We'll talk soon. God bless you. All right, bye-bye. Format that I read or I see or I hear you in. Uh, she is Sarah Kane, so go to crusadergal.com. You have your okay. assignment. Blessed Advent, Merry Christmas, Gio. I probably won't see you till uh, next year and uh, maybe after the Feast of the Epiphany. And uh, keep up the great work. You really are one of the young, shining stars out there. Uh, and keep that humility about you. That's, uh, that's, that goes a long way. Very long way. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. May God bless your good works. All right. Thank you, Sarah. We'll talk soon. God bless you. All right. Bye-bye.